Mike Seibert Radio is an independent podcast. The views and opinions expressed are those of the host and the guests only and do not necessarily reflect those of any broadcasters that any of us either have been, am now, or will be affiliated with. Enjoy the show! Welcome back to Mike Seibert Radio. I am your host. If you'd like to get a hold of me, I'm at Mike Seibert Radio. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Mike Seibert Radio, or you can write into the mailbag, Mike Seibert Radio at gmail.com. Would love to hear back from you. This is the podcast radio show where I talk about stuff and things that are on my mind every week. And on this week's episode, my guest is comic book creator Matt Miner. He's one of the editors and curators on the upcoming sci-fi anthology, All We Ever Wanted, Stories of a Better World. And we'll be talking about the Kickstarter for that project and how you can help make this book happen. We'll also talk about his other work in comics, including the Guar comic book he worked on with the band. Uh, Plus, I'll ask him about the Pitbull Rescue he's part of called Redemption Rescues. All of that and more on this week's all-new episode of Mike Seibert Radio. But first, let's kick things off with some shout outs. Huge thanks to last week's guest Lucia Fasano for taking the time to talk about the story she wrote for Where We Live, a benefit for the survivors in Las Vegas. Uh, The story is called Half a World Away, beautifully illustrated by Tess Fowler, and it's about her dad and their political divide and her unique perspective on gun culture as part of her upbringing. It's it's a very personal story, and it was a great conversation. Uh, Go check it out. And if you happen to be in the Los Angeles area on June 30th, that's a Saturday, uh, Lucia Fasano and Angela Weber of the Double Clicks will be doing their musical talk show, Caddy Bees, live at the clubhouse. Bring your copy of Where We Live and she'll autograph it for you. Um, I I also just saw that Lucia posted from Bleeding Cool that uh, the Where We Live anthology uh, was the number three most ordered graphic novel in the month of May uh, behind only a Marvel reprints of Star Wars Tag and Bink and the original Infinity Gauntlet. So uh, so that that's awesome. And thanks to everybody who ordered and supported this book. Um, and as a reminder, uh, Where We Live, a benefit for the survivors in Las Vegas is out now from Image Comics and you can pick it up pretty much anywhere you get your books and comics. Personally, I'd recommend getting it from your local comic shop like uh, Fantasium Comics in Federal Way where I get my books. Uh, but you can also order it online or find it at bookstores also. And, um, uh, I, I've talked about this on the podcast previously. It's a it's a powerful read. In fact, I uh, I actually haven't read all the way through it yet because I can't handle more than a few stories at a time. Uh, I've uh, I, I found myself that affected by uh, uh, by what I'm reading. It's a uh, uh, compelling, powerful stuff. Um, it's over 300 pages, 73 stories, featuring work from some 160. 
25 different creators all donating their uh, their time and their work. 100% of the profits are donated to benefit Route 91 Strong, a nonprofit standing strong with survivors of gun violence to raise awareness, funds, and to gather resources for all victims, survivors, and families. Um, I'll have links in the show notes for more information about this charity benefit book, but uh, I, I also wanted to mention that Lucia Fasano and Tess Fowler are teaming up again, uh, this time for a space heist story in the upcoming anthology from A Wave Blue World, All We Ever Wanted, Stories of a Better World. And coming up next, Matt Miner, one of the editors on that book, will join us to talk about the Kickstarter for that project. I uh, I can't wait to hear more about this book. And you're listening to Mike Seibert Radio. And now we're pleased to bring you our feature presentation. Hey, how are you? Hey, I'm doing well. About yourself? Good, good. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Thanks for uh, thanks for asking me on this. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for uh, for taking the time. And yeah, let's uh, uh, talk for a couple minutes about all we ever wanted. Sure. Thanks. Thanks for uh, thanks for the interest in it. I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. So let's uh, uh, just kind of start with the basics, you know, like, uh, you know, I've, I, I've mentioned kind of the that the books available out on Kickstarter uh, talked about kind of like the basic premise. But if uh, if you can kind of give us kind of like a brief synopsis, kind of a rundown about what the book is, how it came to be and uh, some of the other neat, cool, fun stuff, especially um, how and why we would want to support it. Sure, sure. So the book, if you go to awbwkickstarter.com, it'll redirect you right to the Kickstarter page. Nice. awbwkickstarter.com. Anyways, the uh, All We Ever Wanted is an anthology project that Eric Paliki, uh, he's the writer of uh, like No Angel at Black Mask and a bunch of other stuff, mm-hmm. uh, we, we, put, we put together um, kind of a, uh, the idea that you know, we're kind of living in this dystopian beginnings of a dystopian future right now. Mm-hmm. And we're both pretty depressed over it. And we're sad to see the way things are going. You know, I, I don't want to get into the politics too much because this isn't a political book. Right. Um, but uh, but we're but we're, we're we think there's like kind of an overload of dystopian um, stories in the marketplace. Anyways, mm-hmm. we wanted to do something that's a little more uplifting. So. Our thought was to do an anthology of uh, stories told in, in a better future. So more Star Trek and less Mad Max and mm-hmm. more Caprica and less Battlestar Galactica, basically. So, <laughs> you know, there's <laughs> there's still problems. It's it's an imperfect future, but it's better. It's brighter. Um, you know, when Star Trek is happening... You know, the uh, when the Federation is around, you know, life on Earth is pretty great, but it doesn't mean there aren't problems elsewhere. Right. So that that was our that was our thought, just to use this idea of a better future as the backdrop for the stories. And so we uh, we approached a bunch of super talented friends, um, writers and artists um, to make this make this incredible book. So we're really excited with how it's coming together. It's got a lot of support on Kickstarter. It's already like 65% of the way funded uh, with, I don't know, over two weeks left. Right. Awesome. So um, let's, uh, 
So you mentioned that there are um, a lot of really cool creators uh, on this book. Do you uh, uh, do you want to talk about how um, how that process kind of began? How you approach some of these creators and maybe uh, uh, drop some names and let folks know uh, what, what they're in for? Sure. So Eric and I, we had originally last last year we put together an, a different anthology that was definitely more politically charged, mm-hmm. and it was a, a horror anthology. And so for that, we approached a lot of friends and colleagues in comics. You know, we've both been in comics a while now. And, uh, you know, we kind of did that again this year, um, but we're not repeating any of the creators from last from the last anthology. Okay. So, you know, we went to between Eric, myself and Tyler from the uh, from the publisher. You know, we have a lot of a lot of friends and contacts in comics. And we thought about, you know, who would be interested in a story like this who you know is a generally more positive person who would like to tell a story in this kind of future and so we started thinking and you know we thought of people like tess fowler like you said we thought of like dean tripp and uh eric donovan and uh and like i'm teamed up with matt horak who did the punisher for a while um elliot rall uh mm-hmm. you know i mean there's a lot of up and coming and bigger indie names and some, you know, some, uh, some veteran stars like uh, Elisa Quitney. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I'm pronouncing her name right. I think so. Um, you know, see. Howard Mackey is one of the, uh, one of the old timer well, names, well, not old timer. You know it's, what I mean. Oh, I know what but, you mean. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely a stacked creative lineup. And what I, what I really like is that, as you said, it's a, it's a good combination of veterans. Like, you know, you have uh, Robbie Rodriguez of Spider Gwen fame. Oh yeah. And, oh, yeah, and, you know, just a, um, a handful yeah, of others. Re- he's really up and coming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that's a guy that's going places. Yeah, you know, get these uh, 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 fresh young talents before before they blow up and start uh, working for the big two. Oh, wait a minute. (laughs) But but no, that but that's uh, that's what I I like about the uh, creator lineup that you've got is, you know, you've got a couple names that that you can kind of put on the door, as it were. But then a lot of uh, really cool indie creators and like you were saying, a lot of uh, a lot of cool up and comers. So I think it's uh, I um, just from what I'm I looking at i've got the kickstarter up now and it's uh again a really cool mix and i think there's uh, uh might be a little bit of something for everybody um in in terms of yeah. uh different creators that that folks follow yeah there are there are a few names in there that um you know haven't done a whole lot yet but those are people like there's two people from uh i took a, a writing class from scott snyder and there's two people from there that I was really impressed with. Mm-hmm. And so we asked them in, even though they haven't, they haven't, you know, been uh, pursuing comics as heavily as say I have, um, you know, but people, people we know that can write the hell out of a story and just kind of need a little break into comics. So we approached a couple of those. There's a guy that I met at a uh, Guar signing. I, I wrote the Guar comic book. And uh, I met this guy at, at the Guar signing who was a big fan, and he was just finishing up uh, the Kubert School. And so oh, cool. he's on one of the stories because he's fantastic. So there's a lot of, like, brand-new creators. Well, not a lot. There's a, a few brand-new creators, a ton of, like, indie mm-hmm. rising stars and some, and some veterans. 
Awesome. Very cool. So, uh, so you mentioned that uh, you yourself are a creator and have been in the scene for a while. And uh, uh, time permitting, I'd like to loop back around and ask you about some of your other work. Uh, but what I what I'd like to ask is what um, what's your role in uh, in this book? All we ever wanted. What uh, what uh, what's what's your primary uh, uh, piece of the of the puzzle? Oh, sure. Uh, so I'm one of the editors. There's two editors, uh, Eric Palicki and mm-hmm. I, and we're the people who put it together. We're, so we're, the, we're in charge of the, of the project. The Kickstarter is under Tyler's name um, because he's the head of the publisher. Mm-hmm. But we're, we're co-creators on Kickstarter, and Eric and I are in charge of the book, basically. Gotcha. So, how does that uh, collaboration with um, a Wave Blue World work? Um, like, did you go to them? Did they come to you? How how's that uh, um, process work out? Well, I've been friends with Tyler, um, you know, for a few years online, and uh, I've met him a couple of times. I met him at uh, Five Points Fest, which is a uh, a show here in New York last year, and it was when we were running the Kickstarter for the first anthology project, uh, This Nightmare Kills Fascists. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I asked him there, I was like, hey, do you want to do a story for this? And he's like, yeah, sure. And then when it was done, Eric and I were talking about the possibility of bringing it to a publisher rather than self-publishing. I was like, wait a minute, you know, Tyler's already in the book. Maybe he'd publish it. So that's how that happened. And then Eric and I decided we're going to keep doing these anthology projects every year or so, just so we always have something that we're working on that nobody can say no to. <laughs> I don't know if that makes sense, but there's a lot of rejection and a lot of a lot of waiting in comics, and yeah. this way we're able to scratch that creative itch and and be doing something always. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of cool. Well, and anthology books are always cool because, you know, you can you you have kind of like a centralized theme, like like in this case, you know, it's a, a stories of a better world. You know, you use that as a jumping off point, And then from there, it's just what the creators do with it. And, you know, seeing seeing everybody's different kind of takes on what that specifically means and how it kind of fits in is is always really cool. And yeah, exactly. We didn't we didn't limit anyone, um, you know, their their interpretation of a different world or a better world mm-hmm. uh, is different from the next person's is different from mine. You know, a lot of people see a better world as, you know, technology and robots and, and diseases being cured. And mm-hmm. of course, that's all, you know. <laughs> I wouldn't turn away diseases being cured, but right, my idea of a better world is kind of like the earth reclaiming itself and, you know, there being a lot less humans. So, you know, it's uh, it's it was up to the creative teams to decide what that meant for them. And it's, you know, giving us a lot, a lot of cool stories in a very wide range. Awesome. Uh, so that being said, you know, I mean, obviously we want folks to go out and support the book, you know, back the back the Kickstarter and um, obviously uh, get uh, the book however they can. But I was wondering if you could give any kind of insight or sneak preview about any of the stories that have uh, uh, come across your desk so far. Anything that's that's particularly uh, uh, caught your eye or uh, cocked an eyebrow that that uh, that's making you uh, particularly excited. Well, um, Elliot Rawl turned in a story he's doing with Jason Copeland, and it's about a little girl and her 
her robot friend. I mean, it's really sweet <laughs> and cute. Um, you know, it, and it's one of the, it's one of the more benign stories. My story involves um, people people fighting back against people who don't want to learn from the past. Oh, okay. Um, so, so there's a little a little uh, confrontation there. Um, uh, Leela Leela Gwen's story with uh, with uh, Tony Gregory is a really good one, and it's kind of about uh, learning to trust people again and rebuild. And you know, there's a lot there's a lot of this uh, there's a lot of this feeling of okay, you know, things got really screwed up. Now where do we go? Mm-hmm. And that this is a positive way that we can go forward. Um, but, you know, that doesn't mean there's no conflict. Right. Well, I mean, the the, the gold standard for that, and, it, and you mentioned it earlier, is obviously Star Trek, you know, where, right. where it is very much a, a utopian type of future, but that doesn't mean that there aren't conflicts out there. You know, they're still um, opposing forces, whether they're, um, you know, forces from within, forces of nature, um, or just straight up villains and bad guys. Um, you know, there, there's, there's always some kind of narrative conflict to keep the engine running, but yeah, but, but I mean, in terms of, uh, fictional futures, uh, yeah, Star Trek is kind of a cool place to live. Um, yeah, but, but one thing that, that you mentioned at the top that, that kind of caught my interest a little bit is, you know, we were kind of using, you know, the, the, the analogy of, you know, more Star Trek, less Mad Max, more towards utopia, less dystopia. I, I, and, and obviously kind of like in, in the times that we're in and how that influences uh, uh, the stories that people create. I, um, I, I don't know if you've watched this or not, uh, but I, um, I, I don't watch a lot of this uh, this new Star Trek Discovery that's out there, but what what I think is interesting is that it, from what I've seen, it's kind of like a grimmer, darker tone, and I think you know tying it all together with what we're talking about here, even when you've got something like Star Trek that's supposed to be the shining utopia, when it starts getting you know grim and dark and gritty. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of, uh, interesting what that has to say about the, uh, uh, type of stories we're making. Like, like, like you said, there's, you know, almost too much dystopia out there. Yeah, there really is. And when they're, when they're doing gritty, gritty Star Trek, it's like that really, that really does say something about where our minds are at. Mm -hmm. But, you know, as far as I'm concerned, we're at the beginnings of the dystopian future that we've been promised by movies like Terminator mm-hmm. and uh, and The Running Man yeah, since, yeah. since the 70s and 80s. So I kind of want to live somewhere, at least in my own head, <laughs> that's a little more positive. So, you know, yeah. movies like uh, Spider-Man Homecoming, for instance, really got me, whereas the gritty DC movies, mm. maybe not so much. Wonder Woman was was an exception. Sure. Um, you know, I I don't know. I mean, the dark the dark gritty future was was fun to uh, fantasize about when we weren't looking at that ourselves here in the United States. So, um, you know, uh, Black Panther and Spider Man, mm-hmm. and you know, there's a reason that these two movies were so incredibly successful. Yeah. And a lot of it was this inclusive vision and kind of like a a, a storyline and uh, characters that are more fun mm-hmm. so a little a little brighter 
and a little less dark. So, you know, I haven't seen Discovery. Um, and part of the reason I haven't bothered to do that is because of the things that I've heard. You know, it's darker. They swear. You know, it's, it's more adult. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's just not it's not where my mind is right now. I don't have anything against against, you know, adult themes, but sure. it's just not where my mind is right now. Yeah, no, I, I totally understand. And, you know, and not to, you know, spin off into this whole uh, tangent. I, I think, you know, um, there's there's a lot of uh, division in the fan community. Like, you know, I mean, I mean, fans have always been tribal, you know, in terms of like, yeah. you know, you're, you're a Marvel, you're a DC. But it, it's weird. Yeah, though. but now it, but now it's like you're you're, you know, supportive of women or you're, you know, a, a cuck, you know. Yeah. And it's, and it's ridiculous. Yeah, and, and it's or, and, or the other way around, you know, and it's like the the, the tribes have gotten meaner. It's mm-hmm. not it's not good hearted, you know, ribbing anymore. It's like really nasty stuff. Can't stand it. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. you even you even turn the lens towards uh, a Star Wars fandom, you know, and I, I'm a lifelong <laughs> Star Wars fan. And I'm just like, how did we get here? Like, how did we get to where we're bullying a fan of Star Wars off of the internet? Right. How, I mean, I mean, a, a star of Star Wars mm-hmm. off of the internet. Why? Because she's Asian? Because she's a woman? I mean, they say it's not for those things, but it clearly is. I right. mean, her her character was awesome. I don't understand the problem. Was she too? Uh, I don't know. Positive. I mean, Star Wars has always been goofy and kind of positive. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, no, I, I'm 100% with you, and really, uh, and again, I've, I'm like, I'm like two tangents deep at this point, but that's that that's kind of uh, some of my my difficulty with uh, uh, with the latter Star Wars movies is it's kind of it's kind of leaning towards that you know, uh, oh gosh, uh, you know it's it, it's you know it's it's darker, more nihilistic as opposed to adventurous and hopeful, you know. I, um, I you mean Star Trek. Well, uh, the, the the Star Wars is is still pretty hopeful, don't you think? Uh, to by and large, and to a great extent, um, Last Jedi hit me kind of funny, kind of mm-hmm. the the uh you know rejection of nostalgia, and you know learning from failure and things like that. It's like I I see the themes. And, you know, I acknowledge them, but for my particular experience, it, it wasn't what I was looking for. Right. Now, and, and you know, I, I don't want to be, you know, a fan theory guy because I'm not that guy. Uh, but mm-hmm. it was just like, I I don't know if this is for me. I don't know if this is what I want from my space war. But but <laughs> but, that, but that's neither here nor there. I mean, that's uh, I, I really liked it. And I thought Rose's character did a lot to balance the, the, the whole the whole story. I yeah. liked it better the second time around. Um and I really liked John Boyega's response on Twitter. Someone was like, <laughs> "Oh yes, was, we just, we just, we don't. It's not because she's a woman. We just don't. We hate her character, and frankly, we hate yours too." And he was like, "We don't care." <laughs> yeah, and 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 good on him, and and good on everybody that uh, that that has rallied to support. Because I mean, in a sense, that that's kind of what the the theme of Rose's character is all about. You know, it's not a uh, you know uh, um, uh, killing what we hate, not, but not uh, about destroying what we hate. It's about saving what we love. Exactly. Yeah, and that's so. Yeah. I mean, I, that that's very that's very much on point and on brand uh, for. Uh, 
um, for that. Um, so let's uh, uh let, let, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I was I was trying to figure out how to segue. It's like you know I'm driving. I, my... I talk about Star Wars all day. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. You know, I I have done entire podcasts where I talk about Star Wars way too much, and it gets it gets it gets too much after a while. Even where like even within a conversation, I'm like, "Wow, we're deep in on this." Okay, <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of hard to yeah, yeah. pull back, but yeah. Um, so, but yeah, let's uh, uh let's curve back around and and sure. talk about uh, uh the Kickstarter for all we ever wanted uh, stories of a better world. Um, I'm uh, I'm looking on the Kickstarter now. Um, and as uh, as we discussed uh as as we mentioned earlier, um, you know, funding is going uh quite well. It looks like uh we're over thirteen thousand dollars on a goal of of uh, twenty thousand um, dollars, mm-hmm. so with um, uh, with like you said, about two weeks to go. So it uh, it looks like it's definitely on a path to being funded, and um, the the reason why I mention that is because I think the way that the um, uh, support tiers are set up and the rewards are very conducive for folks to definitely want to uh, support this. So I was wondering if we wanted to talk about um, uh, the different levels uh, folks can uh, pledge at and uh, uh, some of the reward tiers. Sure. I mean, we have we have reward levels there everywhere from five bucks just to get kind of some behind the scenes art and uh, scripts and stuff at the end of the campaign to 15 bucks for the, the digital book to tw- 20 bucks. I mean, a modest upgrade for a physical book. Mm-hmm. Um, but the uh, the really cool rewards, I think, are the uh, the two book plate rewards that we have because we're getting those signed by a ton of creators who are involved in the in the book, um, including Robbie Rodriguez and and some of the some of the bigger names. Eric Donovan already signed them, but we have two two uh, two tiers of book plates. There's an orange one that's limited to 25 pieces, mm-hmm. and there's a green one that's limited to 50 pieces. And they're very, very cool um, art by Marie Unger, who's an mm-hmm. up-and-coming indie artist um, who does a lot of like uh, punk rock theme stuff. And actually, I'm working on a pitch with her right now. So oh, cool. <laughs> she's uh, she's fantastic. And then, uh, you know, we have some larger l- larger tiers. Nothing nothing too crazy. The the most expensive thing we had was the uh, original cover art by Ariella Cristantina, and uh, that went right away. Um, but we have some, you know, original sketch rewards from Eric Donovan, Chris Peterson, Dean Tripp, uh, Tony Gregory, and you know, those are those are mod- you know moderately priced at a hundred bucks for the mm-hmm. book and the sketch and all the all the little extras. So it's a pretty good deal, actually. Yeah, I mean, and, and that's that's why I was meaning earlier is like all of the reward levels are pretty cool, um, uh, especially that that twenty dollar level where where you get the book. I think I think that's perfect for uh, trying to fund a project like this. Um, I was just looking at the uh, um, there's a the forty dollar level where you get um, also this uh, this nightmare kills fascists. So that's uh, oh yeah yeah that's pretty cool. <laughs> Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, it's from the same publisher and was like, well, why don't we do a tier for, you know, people who may have missed the first Kickstarter last year mm-hmm. who want who want the uh, first anthology that Eric and I put together. So, so yeah, that's that's a very cool tier. And I'm always happy when someone pops on that because it's like, oh, yay, they really like our stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and we also have some book packs. Um, mm-hmm. 
I'm not sure what's left, but I know that we have book packs from Eric Palicki. He's put down a bunch of signed books. Justin Zimmerman just dropped some signed books, including um, including Love is Love, which is signed by him and Rod- Robbie Rodriguez, who was uh, the artist on Justin's story, or they were they were partners on on the same story. I right, mean. right, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So so we have a lot of a lot of cool stuff up there. You know that original art stuff is is usually where I land if I have the money, mm-hmm. but uh, but a lot of stuff for every budget. Yeah, definitely, and that's uh, that's super cool. And and again, the book is all we ever wanted: uh, stories of a better world. That is going to be uh, coming out from a Wave Blue World, uh, independently published. That is available now out on Kickstarter to back. There's about uh, a couple weeks left on it. Um, there's uh, several different reward tiers, uh, like we were just saying, including where you can get uh, physical copies and all kinds of uh, cool bundles and and don't sleep on those uh on those uh artist plate versions because uh um they're they're going pretty quick in fact uh orange is almost gone um so yeah a lot a lot of backers uh wanting to get in on that um so that's uh that that is very very cool um so matt while while i've got you for um a couple more minutes uh as we wrap up um i'd like to ask you about uh some of your other stuff you know uh uh, because i saw that uh um and you mentioned it earlier that you did uh the the guar comic um what uh what was that like uh, that was the most fun I've had in comics yet, honestly. <laughs> um, I, I don't, I don't know how to describe it. Matt McGuire from Guar and I have a great collaborative energy. And so we get on the phone and sometimes it'll be two hours later where we're like, wow, man, I'm exhausted. I got to get off the phone because we're just jamming on ideas and, you know, talking over stories and, and jokes and gags and, you know, it, it it's, it's a lot of fun. So. You know, I, I I teamed up with Guar. The if if listeners don't know, Guar is this satirical heavy metal band. They put on costumes. Well, they're not costumes. They're actually aliens from outer space. Right. Right. But they're they're the guys who put on the costumes on stage and they spray the crowd with blood and they decapitate politicians on stage and it's just a lot of fun. And uh, and you know, I I always felt like Guar needed more comic books. They had some some uh, self-published stuff out in the 90s. Yeah, cause, okay. Because Guar came from, came from a background of, like, you know, comics and heavy metal and mm-hmm. horror and Dungeons and & Dragons. I mean, they're all nerds. <laughs> but, uh, 